0: Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and
1: Louis. It's Friday, everybody. we made it to the end of the week again. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN six eighty one oh five point seven. However you're listening this morning, thanks for spending part of your day with us. Good morning, Louis.
0: I like the surprise in your voice every time you make it through another week. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, Yeah. yes. Yeah. Never know. Well, this was easy because <laughs> we had Monday off, so oh, it's Monday only off. A- yeah, yeah, it's only a four. Can we have next Monday off?
0: <laughs> you, you take whatever day off you need, big guy. <laughs> you do all right, Dim? I'm good. Tell you what, I'm, the sun is out in Louisville for the last time for the next like ten days. Yeah, yeah. It's about to get cloudy, folks. So get outside today. And get that vitamin D, man. It's oof. It's uh It's beautiful morning. It, it was very cold when I woke up at five thirty this morning, but it was. Uh, it's very sunny now. Very beautiful. So. But would,
1: wouldn't you rather have the sun out and it be cold than to have that cloudy that you know I grew up in Northern Illinois and basically we saw the sun time sometime around September
0: <laughs> and then week. we saw yeah. it again in April
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I I don't like that at all I, I don't care how cold it is as long as the sun's shining
0: I grew up in a town that had more cloudy days than Seattle really. And so I, I you know, it's funny because you don't think about it when you're growing up in it, and then you go to visit. And so my cousin got married and she's a she's a I don't know, a Christmas head. She's way into Christmas. So she wanted to get married on St. Stephen's Day, day after Christmas. So we go up and we decide we're gonna take a long trip and we're in Michigan for like eight days and the sun never came out. Yeah. Just never came out. Just never did. <laughs> So,
1: yeah. Well, that's that's one thing I like about about Denver. The sun shines here all of the time. I mean, it'll yeah. it'll cloud up and snow, but the next morning the sun is out. In fact, do you know? Here's an interesting little tidbit. When FedEx was looking for some place to base their operation, uh, they actually considered Denver. I think Denver came in second because of how many sunny days they had. Just weather.
0: Just easy travel, essentially. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. And then, But then they decided it was a little too far west and that Memphis, because of their location, made more sense. But no, the sun shines
0: here all the time. Plus, I imagine you could pay everyone in Memphis $10 less an hour than you have to in Denver. So. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> Probably part I, of it. I, Actually, Louisville, I've been told, is the geographic midpoint of the U.S. population. So two of the Oh, pop- that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. two-thirds of the yeah. population lives east of here and a third lives west, yeah. Well, so, that yeah. Makes, that, and that's that why UPS is up here, yeah. Or yeah. Exactly, no. exactly. And, of course, you yeah. can reach out to us on the UPS jobs, text line 437-9680 here. Ooh, on- what a smooth transition. On 680-1057, uh, Isla and Louie hanging out with you. We're getting text People like the uh, – have you heard the promos that they're running for the show now, Dan? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. They, they admit, we, they admit we exist. How about that? That, that
1: that is amazing because you know we we've already, we've always been uh, treated kind of like the redheaded stepchild okay. Okay. at ESPN Louisville. I mean, we don't you know you know we're not all in on U of L. We're we're actually kind of uh, you know pro Kentucky, pro U of L. You can't be pro Kentucky and be on this station. So yeah, we're we're moving. We're like the Jeffersons, man. We're moving on up.
0: as as i don't have to move to new york the um i got a text the other day where someone said something like hey do you know the guys on the three o'clock show don't like you very much and i was like yeah no i'm aware yeah don't worry about it (laughs) that's part of the deal Oh, you think
1: you think it has something to do with the fact that we never pronounce the name of their show or their names correctly? Would would that have anything to do? To, do with-
0: to be fair, half of their show is just replaying things you say. So I mean, you know, it's 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 okay. It's all right. We're doing our job down here at the ten o'clock. Oh man! But uh, all right, man. Uh, we had Ben Roberts on yesterday, and it, it I I think his comments kind of caused the stir. We've, we're kind of hearing it over and over again just don't get blown out at Alabama do you have different expectations than that
1: uh well sure you always have different expectations than getting blown out I mean you know they as we discussed yesterday Louie the last few games there's been some real positives I guess Toppin would be at the top of that list but there's been some there's been some improvement now is that improvement enough to go into Tuscaloosa and and beat one of the best teams in the country. Eh, I'm not so sure about that. But you'd like to see that steady progression. It, it'd be great. It'd be great to win one of these next two Saturday games, either tomorrow in Tuscaloosa or next Saturday in Knoxville. I'm not expecting that. But, yeah, I, I am expecting them to be competitive and to not just get blown out of the arena like they did in Missouri.
0: I got a weird feeling about tomorrow for Kentucky basketball.
1: Uh oh! Yeah, is this a little is this a little sneak peek into uh, picks without pads? It
0: is. I I don't know what it is, but I have a feeling Kentucky's due for one of these games. Mm. I don't know why, and I think it was part of it is yesterday. You know, the texters were quick to point out that you know they did beat both teams that played in the national title game during yeah. the season last yeah. year. So Good it's point. not as though it's been a really long time since that's happened. Uh, for Kentucky basketball. It just hasn't happened this year. And if they're, you know, I, the obvious caveat with, with me is you can't start the game slow. Like, and, and that has been an absolute Achilles heel for them in these road games, especially in neutral site games. And so I, I just don't think that Alabama has the personnel to treat Kentucky like UCLA did. Um, uh, while I find um, uh, Brandon Miller to be very, very good, I, I think you, you can put in a, a game plan where you like you talked about yesterday okay Miller's gonna get his let's get the other four guys
1: exactly you know yeah
0: not not to play to their best potential those sorts of things yeah. so I I don't know I think there's a I think there's a a game plan for Kentucky to win the game do they go do it I don't know um but I I think that 70 30 thing on the matchup predictor should be closer to like Fifty-two forty or fifty-eight forty-two, something like that. I think Kentucky, if they play the game ten times, wins four of them. Hmm.
1: Well, well, we'll we'll see. You know what? I, I still haven't seen a line on the game. I've seen that. Yeah, that'll come out that, like
0: three o'clock today, um, or maybe. Well, how can
1: we make our picks if we don't know what the what the line is?
0: We're just gonna give a, a final score. Oh, okay. With basketball, uh, that's kind of what you have to do. It's it's not. I got you. It's not perfect, but we'll we'll just do that. So. I got you.
1: I'll watch hey, I, I heard an ad yesterday, Louie. I, I think I'm jumping in on this sports betting thing. It's it's illegal here in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Um, unlike, uh, unlike Pete Rose, they didn't ask me to make the first bet in the state of Colorado. But um, you can explain this to me. I think this is what I heard. That if you make on one, one of these platforms, you make a $5 bet... They immediately put 200 in your account if you're a first-time user. Right. I think that means, does that not mean I can bet $205 on TCU for 5 bucks? Right. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: <laughs> well, just make sure you parlay it with the Lions getting curb stomped in Green Bay tomorrow. I think they're going to get blown
1: out. Yeah. I, I, I'm afraid you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for Dan Campbell, but uh, th- this game, it, it, it seems like whenever Rogers gets painted into a corner, he finds a he way to He doesn't lose at out.
0: home in December. They just don't. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. part of it. So yeah, no, yeah. I, whatever. I, um no, I, I mean, this game with, with Alabama tomorrow and I, you know, I can't find a line either uh, yet, but I mean, it, I, these are the kinds of games because if, if I mean Dan, if they go one and two in the next three, we're talking about a team that is very generic. And and I, it, it was was it Roberts that you said you know you take Kentucky off the jersey and I mean if this is I, I don't know Penn State or something, they're not a tournament team. And mm. so luckily Kentucky is on the jersey for them. Yeah, but bet, but
1: they're gonna they're gonna be a tournament team because. There are too many teams. I mean, if if they win twenty games, Louis, and they're and they're five hundred in the conference, and now I know that's way below expectations, but that team still makes the tournament. I mean, they they there's just too many bad teams in the SEC for them not to have a five hundred record at at minimum. I think
0: that's probably correct. Um, it's not as though the I, it, it's kind of there's a lull in the middle of the schedule for Kentucky, and then it gets of the conference schedule, I should say, and then it gets a, a little harder at the end. So, because Kansas is <laughs> right after the the Vandy, Texas A and M, and Georgia games, and then um, you get Ole Miss on the road at nine o'clock. Um, I, that's the kind of game that I. Those are the ones that, that unfortunately Cal's lost in recent years. Um, are those raucous gym late night, you know, random? God, was it at Ole Miss that he got he got thrown out, <laughs> and they ended up winning? I think. At <laughs> yeah, and they
1: came back. Yeah, and, uh, and, and and it was because oh my memory, the Western, the Western Kentucky so, transfer, yeah, so bad. But yeah, that was they they put a kid in the game that Cal hadn't been playing, and he played terrific down the stretch. <laughs> and now I can't remember who he was, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah Dante I, I think, Dante Allen, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The. Uh, yeah.
0: But, No, I mean they' still got I mean the last the last five games a conference player Tennessee at home at Florida, Auburn at home, Andy at home and then they got to go to Arkansas I mean it and you know before that they've got to go you know they host Arkansas I mean, it just there are very few games on the schedule where you look and you go, okay, that's a W and and that's not what I expected to be talking about once we got to January with this
1: team. No, no, because you know there's too many good teams. There's just too many good teams. I mean, are, are, you mentioned Arkansas. I think Arkansas is another team that's been a little underachieving so far. I, agree I think with that. people people expected Arkansas. Of course, you know their big prize recruit uh, Smith. Uh, I I don't know if he's back playing yet. I know he has missed some time, but um, but they you know they were talked about winning this thing too. And and right now, I would I would have to say. Yeah, uh, that you know Tennessee or, or or Alabama's the front runner to win the conference.
0: Yeah, the, what's interesting is is I right now you could make a case that Arkansas's best win is beating Missouri at home. And
1: and, and wasn't <clears throat> Missouri was ahead by like seventeen early in the game. Yeah,
0: And uh, you know, so they lost that game at LSU, and then they you know they lost to Creighton earlier in the season, neutral court. But I. Um, I think Arkansas is probably going to be fine. I think they'll have a better record than Kentucky at the end of the year, almost for sure. But it – I don't know, Dan. It's hard to talk about this team because in my head, I I think they've got a serious shot, but I'm I'm trying to get together the game plan where it works all the way to the end of the game. Because what they did against LSU, if they do that against Alabama, they'll lose. Yeah. In other words, if they get a lead and then they, they, it gets down to possession by possession, that's when having a Brandon Miller is a big deal, right? Where, you know, when you've got just a guy who can go score, who can just go get a bucket. Um, because Toppin's been doing that, but do we trust him to go on the road and do that? Because he's had the confines of, you know, friendly rep arena for those last two games for that for that outcome. And so I, I don't know how much I trust him in a game like that to be able to get you a bucket at the end of the game and, and how sustainable that corner three is <laughs> going down the stretch. And so I, I just well, don't know, but I, you, I mean, you, you hope know. that that's the start of some kind of confidence booster. He's seeing the, you know, he's seeing the rim better or whatever it is, but you know, it, we need to see a pattern. That's, that felt more like the 20-to-1 horse that, that jumps up and wins every 10th race.
1: I, I think he's seeing the rim fine. I'd like to see it. I hope he sees the bottom of the yeah, net right, a little yeah. more a little more often. But, but no, I mean, see, that, that's a great point, Louie. That, that, that encapsulates the entire team the entire season. No question. Okay? He makes that shot. And it was a huge shot. And no matter, you know, the fact that it didn't go more than eleven feet in the air and all that yeah. stuff, that doesn't matter. It went it in matter. it went That's in right. the basket. Right. So so is that is that the team? Is that the player? Is that the the situation that Kentucky's gonna get for, going forward? Or or going forward, are they gonna get the situation where he was what three for twenty-two before that point? Yeah, right. So, so that's that's why it's so hard to say what's going to go on. You you don't know. I mean, it, you know, it, it, we're all in the moment. We're we're all they won that LSU game and things looked better. But if you look at the entire season and the fact that they got blown out in Gonzaga. The fact that they lost to Michigan State, a game they should have won. Uh, the, The fact that, you know, UCLA basically ran them out of Madison Square Garden and they lose to Missouri in their first road game. If you look at the whole thing, it's really hard to get excited about this game tomorrow. But if you look at that shot, if that's the shot we get, if that's the player we get, if that's the team we get, then, yeah, they've got a chance to win tomorrow.
0: Yeah, Case Wallace is like this, too. If you get that guy who's willing to attack the the rim and, and you know be a dog on defense and those things, but then you see him slide under every single screen against LSU. And, it, you know, it, it just which team shows up, and that's why, for me, the game is more of a 60-40 a kind of game because I, I think if those things do fall into place, Kentucky's going to pick off one of these two games but I keep saying the word if <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the problem. Right. And, and no, no, and, and you're just, absolutely right. Really you can't,
1: frustrating you, you right. can't, you can't depend on top and getting 20 tomorrow. You can't depend on uh, severe getting, what do you have? Nine assists and two turnovers. Yep, yep. You, I mean, you just, that's what happened in the last game. And now is there a chance it will happen going forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a chance, but Uh, At at this point, having seen, as I said yesterday, I've seen every minute of every game this team has played. And, you know, I can't just say, well, we played good against LSU, so, you know, we're going in the right direction. I've got to take the entire body of work into consideration. And when you do that, I don't think there are a lot of pluses.
0: So do you remember last season in football when Louisville – Beat Duke and Syracuse in November back to back. They beat Syracuse by thirty eight, and they beat Duke by forty. And then they went into the Kentucky game, and everyone went, "Oh, Louisville's playing so much better. They've got a serious shot against Kentucky."
1: Great point.
0: And then Kentucky beats them fifty two to twenty
1: one. Great point.
0: And I Kentucky think the- just beat up on, a, on an LSU team. That's fine. I think McMahon is going to turn out to be a pretty good coach there.
1: I think he's going to be a terrific. coach. But
0: they've got four Murray State transfers on that roster. Exactly. And they and they and then they beat a, a Louisville team that we know what they are. It's not good here, across the street. I I worry there was a little bit of a streetle Streetle called it the bum bump uh, last year when Louisville beat those two teams in football. I I always worry with basketball that that stuff. Um, it, it is it could happen there, but um it, it is a I just don't know, Dan. part of me is very worried that this ends up being an eighty to sixty two kind of game
1: I think that's I think that's extremely possible Ugh. i I really do
0: unfortunately uh, texture pointing out that um I keep talking about Wallace with the screens uh, that uh, that goose on the radio broadcast. One of the points of emphasis on the defense against LSU was to go under screens because they were not a particularly great percentage outside shooting uh, uh, team, and so that's actually what he was. Um, that's what the game plan was. I appreciate the texture because I did not hear that part of the broadcast because I was watching on television, and so um, you know. It, and goose
1: Goose would have been at shooter out, and Goose boom, would have totally seen. Agreed. Yes, he so, would. He would have. He would have seen the scouting right. report.
0: And so. Um, and, and I'm leaving out a Mississippi State and Illinois transfer on um, on uh, LSU team. I, all of that is fair. I think all those things are fair. I, um, if that was the game plan, then that's fine. Uh, I would like to see the 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 thing about Wallace for me is that you've seen the flashes. We've seen him be, you know, he's he's obviously very plainly, clearly athletic. He's got the size. All of the all of the elements are there, and we have seen him play like a dog on defense. I, I just I need to see him because he was not good at Madison Square Garden, and I worry that going to an environment like Tuscaloosa for the first time in conference on the road, just the the pressure and the noise and all of those things could be hard on him. But I do, Dan, I, you and I are both on record. This team goes as – the ceiling is is Case of Walls, frankly, and and now we're finding out that it might include Jacob Toppin as well, but. At its core, it is this is Case and Wallace because we know. Look, Death Taxes Oscar's getting a double double, right? And it, it's going to be Case and Wallace that if they're going to go to the next level, it's going to have to be that guy.
1: But but to your point, and 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 to be fair with what you're saying, and I don't want to get too technical here. But if you go behind the screen, Louis, that means as the texture pointed out, you're not afraid that the guy's going to stop and 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 shoot a wide open shot in front of the screen. But if you go behind the screen, that then what that is supposed to enable you to do is to get to the other side of the screen and be in front of the guy. And and Wallace wasn't doing that. Wallace was going behind the screen and the man he was guarding was still beating him to the basket. Yeah, do you understand what I'm trying to say? 100%. That was, yeah. what, that was the other yeah. side
0: of it. And so the, I, I get the impetus there that they're going to beat him to the basket if he tries to go through the screen. But they were letting the guy get four or five feet of momentum on him, too. And it, it, you know, the Hannibal kid, the Trey Hannibal. like that, That's what was frustrating me was watching him try to essentially to catch up. Yeah, but, but because yeah. he's got and to play 38, 39, 40 minutes, he can't foul. He can't doesn't really matter. get physical. Does, that doesn't matter. No, 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 no. T- But he can't I'm foul is what I'm talking about. That. No, no, I'm talking yeah. about fouling. No, like, no. If,
1: if, if you follow him over the screen and he gets two or three steps on you going to the basket, that's understandable. If you're going under the screen, there's no way. Him. There's no way that that offensive player is supposed to beat you to the basket. Right. I agree. Hey, hey. Louie, I want to thank George and the Bear team for bringing lunch by the ESPN studios today. Bear has you covered for all of the big events this weekend, Uh, your spot for all the Louisville men and women's games and concerts at the Yum Center. Carry-out delivery or dine-in, 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good. Bear pizza. There you go. Pizza.
0: Today's the day, Dan. Nick Valvano's been eating more healthy this month we will see if he can make it through an entire week today because that bear knows he usually people need to know how disgusting this place is oh he makes a sandwich out of pizza
1: yeah have you ever seen the picture (laughs) it just moves on (laughs) no 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 no. this have you ever seen the picture of the rat in new york dragging a piece of pizza behind him (laughs) yeah i think i have that's that's kind of what it looks like in the conference room (laughs) on fridays (laughs) <laughs> oh, all the rats are in there dra- dragging the pizzas out.
0: <laughs> little noses twitching. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. What a culture we got going here. Man, oh, man. Mm. But this is this little Louis here on 68105. Seven Dan mentioned our friends at Bernos. Check them out if you are down at the Yum Center tomorrow. Reminder that we do have that Louisville Wake Forest coverage for you tomorrow, 1 Network pregame, 3 o'clock. Network play by play, Cards and Demon Deacons. Paul Rogers, Bob Elvano, 530-ish. You'll get Taylor Lynch tomorrow. How about that? Out from under the boulder that is Mark Blankenbaker, Taylor Lynch, uh, has that Coors Light postgame show. And gets to All talk. by himself. All by himself. Uh, Good for him. I wonder how that game's going to go. It's all Saturday. Uh, on your home for the cards, 93.9. Uh, the Ville and ESPN Louisville app. So make sure you check out all their coverage over there. Right. talking talking about uh, by the commentate. way Paul Rogers will be in today with Bobby V at noon uh, so they'll do Oh fast break Friday together get a nice preview of that game very nice yeah.
1: very nice um uh, speaking of commentators uh, a really nice story about Cameron Mills in the Herald Leader I don't know if you got a chance to see it Cameron played well C- Cameron sat on the bench dur- <laughs> during the the championship runs uh, at at Kentucky but uh, I've known Cameron since he was a little boy. I played with his father, Terry, at, at Kentucky, from Barberville, Kentucky. Okay. Terry, Terry, unfortunately, was one of those guys who had, who had the opportunity to guard Pete Maravich one-on-one. And so those didn't turn out too well. But anyway, uh, Cameron uh, is now doing—he has taken Goose's place— uh, as the as the pregame uh analyst with dave baker and a re- really nice article great kid i'm glad he's getting this opportunity well there you go there
0: you go there you go little uh, little Cameron mills on a Friday how about that i um i i that is something i when i was a kid i did a i, I was more prevalent in my life was like listening to baseball on the radio or stuff like that and i've almost Boy, I shouldn't say that, but I've I've almost exclusively moved to to television broadcasts for for audio. I do try to sync up whenever uh, Louisville's playing. I try to get the app to sync up with my TV so that I can listen to Paul Rogers rather than uh, the same three people calling every single U of L game. And so, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, God, did you? Oh, Brian
1: and Alexander.
0: Yeah, are you old enough, Avery, to remember the TVs that you had to have the radio? next to and you got the sound through the radio and the the image through the tv i don't think so but i remember the box tvs with the dials on them yeah sure yeah 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 antennas on top the whole thing yeah oh your rabbit ears there you go. There you go. okay all right did you ever have one of those dan a little radio next to your tv i don't think so Huh. okay maybe we were just poor i don't know <laughs> might be a thing we help, could actually- help me on text line four three seven nine six eighty
1: we we could actually get sound out of our televisions
0: <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen for me
1: i remember i don't know I, I don't know why because we weren't this affluent but i do remember we were one of the first families if not the first family on our on our block to have a uh color television ooh and i, like that. I mean it, you know that was a big big deal a big big deal and i used to watch the rig I used to watch the Cubs on color TV, and the Ivy would be blue, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was still it was still color. It wasn't black and white. So I I do remember that. Oh, that's awesome,
0: man! What year do you think that was?
1: Well, let's see. I had to be. Uh i am gonna guess that was it, it was either late fifties or early sixties oh, wow. probably right, right. probably early well, no. Uh, yeah i i'm gonna guess it was sixty 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 one something like that
0: text texting in defending the uh career of Cameron mills saying that in uh in ninety eight they don't win the title without him
1: well, he did hit you know. Although, although he, uh, he didn't get a lot of playing time, I do remember he hit uh, to what the Texters saying. I do, I do remember him hitting some big shots.
0: Yeah, I think that's what the Texters kind of point out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't think Cameron could do much other than shoot, but he could shoot the ball.
0: Text asking, now that Chris Beard's been fired at Texas, do you think that's a job that, that Calipari would be on? I
1: saw that article, and uh, it was... <laughs> you know, Seth, Seth Davis, uh, and, and I've always wondered, Louie, if Seth's elevator goes all the way to the top <laughs> four, because Seth <laughs> Davis can say some stupid, stupid stuff. Okay. And he wrote this article uh, in The Athletic. I read it this morning. Uh, because Calipari was in the headlines, and so that immediately caught my attention. And he had a list of about 10 people who could take the Texas job. And he pointed out it was a long shot that Cal would go there, but that it wasn't. And maybe this, maybe he does have a point here, because I thought Cal always used a UCLA job to kind of feather his nest at Kentucky. I agree. But, uh, but Seth did point out that it's a long shot, but it's not as long a shot as Cal Perry going to UCLA. But Cal's, Cal, come on. Cal's got all these guys coming in next year. They're already uh, on, on a lot of the big names for 2024. They're already on short lists. Um, Come on. Cal's not going anywhere. He he, he listed What if if you're
0: Cal, you see the the roster at Texas, and you can convince three of those recruits to go with you?
1: Cal's not going anywhere. Okay. Cal's not going anywhere. And Seth, out of the I can't imagine
0: him actually being at an actual football school. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. and and he would be he would be moving in to the sec next, oh, that's very next year god good boy. yeah 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 he'd be moving in no that was that was a hook uh that was a hook uh he he listed the players or excuse me the coaches in alphabetical order so he could put Cal's name first. Uh, that was the hook to get you to read the article. See, that's and just he, well done. It's well done. And he reeled me in like <laughs> a big old fat fish. By the way, you're, read,
0: getting, you're getting crushed on the text line over Cameron Mills, man. I, what that Mills shot was known as the sh- uh, the shot heard around the bluegrass. I mean, like people people don't don't appreciate you swiping Cameron Mills like that.
1: Hey, I love Cameron. I said he was a great kid. I said I've known him for most of his life. Why are you swiping what do you him want then? me to do? What do you do? Why are you swiping him then? I mean, I'm not. I said he could shoot the basketball. Did he make any All-American loose? Is, is his jersey in the Raptors? Come on,
0: people. He was a nice player.
1: Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, if you are watching that Kentucky game tomorrow, a reminder: we will have the post game show here, the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show around three o'clock. James, Streetle Jason, Entz, take you uh, first place for your calls, texts, and uh, man, Dan. That I'm hoping it's not because I do want to have one team in the stinking area that actually gets Didn't a play. decent seed in the D- freaking NCAA tournament. Um, you'll uh, First place, I'll take your calls, texts, and hear from John Calipari. All here, uh, you won't hear from John Calipari, excuse me. Um, all of that will be here um, on six eighty one oh five seven. You can listen on the app as well. That's usually how I take in that show. Um, did you see Purdue won at Ohio State last night?
1: I watched almost every minute of that game. That was a fun one. Almost every minute. That was and pretty good I, basketball. I, I, yeah, it was. It was a great college basketball game. In fact, I I went down uh, about uh, halfway through the second quarter uh, to um, to get dinner because I get when, when it's cold out, I get admonished. To the upstairs office <laughs> because Prime Prime has to have her seat in front of the fireplace. Attica. So so I'm I'm upstairs. I came Avery's down to get ign- di- yes, I came down to get dinner, and I told Sherry, I said this this is a great college basketball game I'm watching. Um, one thing I will say though, Louie, if uh, if Edie is the player of the year in college basketball, that'd be a travesty. Mm. Because this kid is this kid because he's seven foot four.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Uh, I agree. You know, I, I there, there are players I've always said about Kareem. Kareem would have been a really great player if he was six foot six. Because hmm. he just, you know, he just had basketball instincts and that kind of ability. This kid wouldn't be a basketball player if he was six ten. Uh so I uh, you know he's putting up some nice numbers. He's playing with a really good team, but man, can that team shoot the basketball. Oh my goodness, can they shoot it?
0: IU goes to uh Iowa. They're up 84-78 with 3:42 to go and they lose by two. I just I want one good team that doesn't blow these games in my area, please. I want one. I can't even have nice things, Dan.
1: And that that game was so one-sided because yeah. <clears throat> I watched – I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched part of the first half. That game was so one-sided. McCaffrey went nuts. Uh, he, w- he was out on the floor. He got a technical foul. They had to drag him back to the bench to keep him in the game. But I, I think Indiana was up 15, 18 points in, early in the game.
0: They were up um, – let me see. Right. What is that number right there? 28-7. to 7.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I knew it was Ugh. pretty one-sided.
0: Ugh. Yep. Uh, somewhere, <coughs> I, I mean, Jack Grossman was eating corned beef and vomiting. You know, just just <laughs> angry.
1: Oh, hey, a reminder that the first hour of the show is brought to you by Kentucky Tourism. When you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than home. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your getaway today at Kentucky Tourism.
0: This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right. Good morning and welcome back in. Issel and Louis here at 10 o'clock hour. On a Friday, you made it, folks. First hour of the show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. We will be your home for the national championship. On Monday night, it is YMCA Bowl season, including that college football national championship Monday at uh, 630, Georgia TCU. Here on 680, 105, 739. frogs! <laughs> three nine will join at 8 o'clock after the Kenny Payne slash Nolan Smith slash Josh Jamison show. And Danny Manning shows up once in a while, too. So there you go. Um, did you see the news is coming out, Dan, that uh, that Damar Hamlin is addressing the team via FaceTime? I Isn't that great? I appreciate a texter sending this in because we had not talked about it to uh, this point. It reminded me to get on that. Um, it, delivering a message to the entire group, and uh, the breathing tube is out. Um, you know, uh, we, I did the podcast last night, and we actually spent about 20 minutes on this story because I had a – I had a guy who um, is essentially just a sports gambling expert who happens to love horse racing. And, um, it, it I, if you told me all of the possible outcomes Monday night, here's, what's going to happen. Louie by Friday, he's going to be FaceTiming his team and they're going to mm-hmm. cancel the game. I'd be like, what? <laughs> no, I don't think that's, I don't, I, I love your optimism, sir, or ma'am, but I, I don't think that that's, what's going to happen. It's an unbelievable story. I was talking, uh, Mark Annis was in yesterday and I was talking with him and, and I said, This is probably the greatest advertisement in the history of the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. I mean like yeah, you know like for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that this is yeah. turning around and, and I know a lot of things had to go right for all of this to happen, you know, the 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 brilliance to get that ambulance on the field immediately. Right. And Brandon Lang was on with Deaner this morning and I thought he made a really great point, which was you know what happened was when they they defibbed him, you know. When they when they you know restart his heart on the field in front of everyone, the trauma of seeing that is yeah. what caused the guys to not play the game. Had they just put him on a stretcher and put him in the ambulance and defibbed him in the ambulance out of sight, they probably continue the game. Hmm. And that's actually a really interesting point. And um, I by the way, I that's the best Brandon legs ever been. I don't know if anyone from the nine o'clock show, or from those seven o'clock shows listening. That's the best he's ever been. Whatever you got to do to get that again to get him to vamp on these things and talk about issues and talk about how the scheduling is, is that, you know, the, the NFL with the, the coin tosses and the neutral sites and blah, blah, blah. Like he was so spot on. His arguments were so well, I mean, they almost as good as your Monday moron. But, <laughs> but is like, this a
1: guy, is this a guy that uh, that got hair plugs so he could look more like the actor that played him? Yeah, yes.
0: He got hair. Okay. Surgery. Yeah. 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 We appreciate um, the, the, the Dr. Waldman downtown. We appreciate There you go,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Waldman.
0: By the way, speaking of wild uh, comebacks. If I you- was younger,
1: I'd be getting hair plugs.
0: Would you? Hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
1: I'm not I'm not that vain And my if my if my hair decides to leave me good riddance what do, what do I care I,
0: I think it's the biggest lie that my wife is consistently stone faced on which is I don't care about your hair Louie just you know just she you know I know I don't care
1: just don't. Hey, them. why? Why should she? You're not going to singles bars, are you? I mean, what difference does it
0: make? I am not going to singles bars.
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to say a couple of things about the Hamlin thing. No, number sure. one. Number one. When I knew, you know, you know, the point that I knew he was going to be fine at, and he was going to survive, and and uh, I don't know if he'll ever play football again, but there's that possibility. There are other athletes that have gone through this kind of thing that have played again. Uh, But when I knew he was going to be okay was yesterday when they said he wanted to know who won the game at that, at that point, I knew, I I knew we talked about that
0: last night was going to be,
1: was going to be just fine. If he, if he had his faculties about him to wonder, and you know, that's, you come out of something like that 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 is one of the one of the first things you're going to think about so when i heard that the other thing that i want to say is how impressed i've been with his family and the and the people that they have reached out to to comfort i i don't know if i would have done that lou if my son if my son was laying there in bed fighting for his life i think the last thing I'd be worried about is how can I comfort other people, and his dad went on a Zoom call with the entire team and, and told them that you know that Demar would want them to play this Sunday, sure, and that they, and that they, that he was doing okay and that you know they should concentrate on the game. That's what Demar would want. And then his mother reaches out to T Higgins. And says, you know, he he's gonna be okay. You know, don't don't you had nothing to do with this. It yeah. was a football play. Yep. I've been praying for you. So I have really been impressed with how the Hamlin family in this in this tough situation have reached out to make other people feel okay.
0: Yeah, I, I shared last night on the show and I have shared on this show before, you know, my, my brother passed away when I was a teenager, but before that I donated bone marrow to to him uh, through a bone marrow surgery. And I was, uh, technically too young for the surgery. Um, I was a couple of years too young, but they, you no, know, I agreed to it. My parents signed the waiver the whole thing and, and it, it ended up fine. But, uh, there was an issue with the anesthesia and it, it, it stopped me from being able to, uh, properly function, uh, below my waist essentially. And, uh, so instead of being an outpatient surgery, I stayed the night. Well, <laughs> I, 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 go under for the surgery and when I wake up, it's many hours later. And instead of being at the, at the, the hotel or wherever we were staying for the surgery, my grandfather's just sitting next to me. And I, I said, Whoa, where am I? And he goes, Oh, you're, you're at the hospital. There's a little issue with the anesthesia. And my first, my first words were how's Neil. Mm. And when tomorrow, when I heard that story about, Hey, did we win the game? I thought of that moment. Yeah. I understand yeah. it. Right. Like, cause for that, for that day I was on my brother's team, right. For the surgery. And Absolutely. with Jamar, it was, oh, I couldn't finish the game. How would we do? You know, like you know, like that that, that yeah, sort of thing. So yeah. It's like totally understand the mindset, and, and I, I'm with you. That's when when he first thing he writes down is he "How did the game go? Or Did we win?" You know, that kind of thing. I thought, yeah, yeah that's, that's when
1: it. I knew he was going to be fine. I had I had a similar situation <laughs> that my 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 brother uh, had uh, his kidneys failed, some virus uh, that, and so. Uh, we all, everybody in the family, got uh, got tested. Uh, the uh, you know this has been years ago, Louis. This is forty years ago, maybe, oh, yeah, okay. um, maybe more, maybe longer than that. But at at that time, if if you got a kidney from a cadaver, uh, it, it it almost it almost never worked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you got if you got one from an immediate family member who had the right blood type, then the chances of it succeeding, you know, were were pretty high. And so everybody in my family, my sister, my mom and dad all got the blood tested. And my father was the only one who uh, who matched up with Greg uh, for the for the transplant. And so um, so he said, I too got bad, so
0: sad, I got to keep my kidneys.
1: Uh, well I, no I was ready I, I was ready if that would have, I mean just like you said if that would have saved my brother yeah, I was do a, a heartbeat yeah, heart so so I get um, we play in Phoenix uh, and, um, and and I fly all night to get to Chicago and I, I get there the morning after the surgery and uh, in those days I, I guess it's still the same. Uh, it, the the operation is much tougher on, on the donor yes. than it is on the recipient. No question. Because they, they, bone marrow is basically the same way. yeah. In in that in those days they basically filleted my father yep. to take to take out the kidney. And I walk in the hospital the next morning, and Greg is in a and is in a wheelchair, and he's fine. And you know the, we're getting good news. It looks like the kidney's been accepted and everything. I go into my father's room. And my father is out. I mean, he is so sedated. He he never opens his eyes. We sit there that entire day. He never says a word. He doesn't eat. He doesn't, he just sleeping. The next morning, now we're talking about 48 hours after the surgery. A a little girl, a candy striper knocks on the door and says, craft cart. My father raises up in the bed and says, we got enough crap in here already. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, are the first, those are the first words my, oh, father, my father issued in about t- two days after donating the kidney. So.
0: How long did your we brother left, live after that surgery?
1: Um, about 20.
0: Wow. 25 years it really took them that's great
1: yeah and wow. and um and here's the most amazing thing that they said almost never happened is that my nephew was conceived after the operation oh uh, and so uh, your
0: brother got back at it look at that all right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: so uh yeah and then and then because of uh he he always had very very high blood pressure uh because of all the medication and stuff that that he had anti-rejection medicine and all of that stuff so he was uh he was 48 when he had a heart attack and passed away but uh yeah no he got another 20-25 years out of it it's awesome
0: um how did you play in phoenix the night before the surgery
1: that that was just the mindset, Louis. You, you no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! I'm not asking if you're a good person or not. What I'm asking is how well did you play? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh well, way. I I think that's that's kind of a redundant question, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> no assists. I don't, re- I, don't remember,
1: <laughs> I don't remember how I played.
0: Okay. All right. You remembered every other detail, so I thought maybe you remembered the game, too. Oh, I do not. No, of that story, you remembered every. Boy. Oh, well, Boy, yeah, you are not hearing my... me right now. Okay. This... <laughs> We need a weekend. No, it's the no, I'm saying you, you remembered everything about your, you. the, the candy striper you needed, and your dad I, and like your brother and I mean, like everything. Yeah. Well, that was funny. We talked about yeah, no, that. We I'm sure we talked, talked about, about it forever. That, yeah. Right. We talked
1: about that for years. We already got enough crap
0: in here. <laughs> yeah, that's a forever story for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Man, oh, man. So are you surprised that Texas fired Chris Beard at this point no. in the process? You're not. Okay. No,
1: no, no. You knew he was gone. I, I mean, you know, and, and what's, what's what's really funny, well, none of this stuff is funny, but what's amusing about this story is that when somebody explained to the fiancé that he was about oh, to yeah. lose his $5 million-a-year gig, uh, she recanted that story. Well, what about those teeth bark my... Oh, I don't know how I got those. <laughs> uh, but no, he, you knew... Louis, in this litigious society that we live in you can't do anything knee-jerk you have to make sure you cover all your bases you have to make sure that you know when we fire this guy he's got no no recourse and so that you get all the attorneys involved in all of that stuff so that's why it took so long you knew the day this story came out that he was gone it was just and, and here's here's what i really enjoy His attorney said, you know, the University of Texas made a big mistake if you go by the tweets and the editorials. What? We're going to let people on social media and morons in regular media like us decide if he should get fired or not? Uh, You know, you got to come with a little better defense than that.
0: Well, I think what he was saying was if you— that those reports aren't true. The things that people were tweeting and writing are not true about his client.
1: Yeah. Well, I see that, but that's what I said that the university of Texas had to make sure they were true.
0: Yeah, no, that, I totally right. I, um, I think there are only two options here. Keep him through the, the entire year, but just like, you know, Hey, he's out, he's out for the rest of your, you gotta the year. You got to let the players know and you got to let the coaches know what, what the hell's going on because we're in January and this is a top 10 team. I mean, you just, you have to make a decision. One way or the other, and I think that's why the timing happened the way it did. Mm. So.
1: But yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a sad situation. But no, I I knew the day that this story came out, he was done at Texas.
0: Okay, All right. I, I was asking more about the timing, but um, oh well, yeah, no, you're
1: right. You just said that what the timing was. My 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 take was uh, that as soon as they got all their bases covered, they'd yeah. fire him. Right it didn't matter if that was the middle of December, the middle of January, the middle of March, as long as they knew they had a case to fire him with cause, uh, and, and, you know, and, and immediately, uh, nix his contract. Then I think that was the timing.
0: Be interesting to see what they do the rest of the year. Obviously they just gave up 116 points at home in, in regulation to Kansas state. So, um, See where they go from here, but uh, that Big Twelve is looking fun because Kansas is obviously very good. Kansas State can score. Um, TCU is two and zero and thirteen and one. I mean, it, Texas is in there. I mean, that's that's a fun that's a fun conference. I don't know how good Iowa State is. Have they beaten anybody? I have not watched any Iowa State basketball this year, Dan. have no, you watched ever. Iowa State basketball, this no, year? no,
1: no, no. <laughs> I try to, to watch, I, you know. I tell Prime all the time, I don't want to watch these games, but it's it's part of my job. So, <laughs> but but Iowa State has not has not crossed the screen.
0: They've beaten North Carolina. They lost to UConn. They lost to Iowa. They beat Baylor, and they just won at Oklahoma. So that's a, that's a pretty good team. Nah, that's, that's not, a not bad. Team, that's not bad at all. That's yeah. not bad at all. Did you yeah. see Bellerman last night? At all. No. What okay, happened? so they were down 17 with 19 minutes to play. Queens College. Queens like? U, the Royals. Yeah. Oh, t- I
1: like that. The Queens College Royals.
0: Yo, Queens U Royals, that's right. Bellerman takes the lead with a minute and a half left and they lose by a point.
1: Oh, no. They were down 19? 19, 17.
0: 17 points with 19, with 19 to play. They take a lead with a minute and a half left. And they lose by a point.
1: Uh, What's going on over there, Louis? This has kind of been downhill since they beat Louisville.
0: I think, so if you look at the box score, Scotty D is playing a, a an Adolph Rupp type of lineup. He's playing, so last night he had five starters, all of them played at least 32 minutes. Mm-hmm. 32, 35, 35, 36, and 37. How about this? You ready for this? He had a guard shoot 10 for 15 from the floor and one shoot 11 for 17 and they still lost.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: gosh. Uh, and they were 7 to 17 from 3. Really really good. They only uh 5 of 7 from the free th- uh, free throw line. Queens Queens U missed 8 of their 15 free throws and and Bellarmine could still won yeah, the game. That's still won the game. Yeah, really no, that's good. not good. No, it's not. So, yeah, I I don't I don't know. I just think that they don't I think if Dylan Penn is on this team, he was the, the guard last year that transferred to Vermont. I think that if he's on this team, they're considerably better. And I think that they're probably over 500 even. Um, but anyways, would you want Rick, Rick Pitino coaching in Texas? Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> Do you think he'd be good there?
1: Uh, you know, I think he I think he's all right. Um, you know, I know. I know Minnesota didn't. Minnesota didn't work out. Uh, not,
0: not Richard Rick.
1: Oh, Slick Rick. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be a great one.
0: That'd be perfect. I actually <clears throat> think he in the right situation. Let him
1: come into Rupp
0: Arena again. <laughs> oh, now I need it all. Oh. Oh, make it happen. Come on. Universe. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Someone pointing out that there are, I mean, th- th- they have had injuries over Bellarmine too. Scotty was talking about it yesterday. Um, so a couple of their starters are out. I just, they're, they're very thin. And I think that they're, they're, th- he's just having to play guys. And by the end of the games, they're just, they're just pretty tired. So, um, cause they do play, I mean, they play a very active style. Absolutely. And so, and it's, it's it's fun. Yeah. Now, you talk
1: about, you talk about uh, kids not being able to play 40 minutes a game consistently. When you, when you are in constant motion, like, I mean, that, that's a great point. The way Scotty plays, you you probably can't play kids more than 35 minutes a game, 32 minutes a game, because they are in constant motion. (laughs) That's what makes them so fun to watch.
0: Texter, we need we need Rick Pitino with a bolo tie and a cowboy hat. I agree, <laughs> I agree. Great. Cowboy a little, hat, a little cowboy hat for Rick Pitino. <laughs> now a lot, of, uh, I mean, what, what? I think I, I, I think I, in, the, in the transfer portal era, if you give Rick Pitino eight reasonably good players at a place like Texas, I think he's immediately a twenty three, twenty four game winner. No question.
1: I I don't think anybody has ever uttered the words Rick Pitino can't coach.
0: No. Oh no no no. That ain't no, 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 that's, I, right. that ain't think, nope, that's not. Yeah, no,
1: no, I think I think Rick might be as good as there is out there right now. It's all the other stuff that comes with him.
0: Yeah. Well, he's over 70 now, maybe, uh, you know, slow down on some of those things.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I almost said something really nasty. <laughs> Damn it, I better, I better come
0: watch on, it. Dan. Uh, do you I think UofL's got a chance if, tomorrow against no, Wake I forest? was going to ask
1: if Porcini's might open a restaurant in Austin.
0: I don't think I walked on that. Oh, I think I was far enough away from the mic. All right. 10-57 uh, Porcini's. Got it. Do you know the best thing is since... Put that
1: put that on the promo. <laughs> a
0: little Porcini's talk on a Friday. Oh, man. <laughs> Take us to break, Dan.
1: <laughs> I can't.
0: Reminder, the first hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. All of those trips around the state, if you are uh, setting one up, make sure that you visit them at the website. Uh, lots of stuff actually going on in the state right now. Um, Indoors, And so go check that out. Maybe you need to hit up some of the great museums we have here in Kentucky, some of the uh, concerts that are going on as well. Maybe you want to hit a comedy show. Check out all of those at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, I mean, we're going to pick some games for sure but uh, I do want to ask uh, Dan what his uh, final expectations are for UK traveling to Tuscaloosa. and Does does UofL have a, re- a realistic chance of beating Wake tomorrow at the Yum! Center? That'll be here on ESPN 680, Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? Locally owned delivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat, but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you Covered. use promo code order now for ten dollars off your next order sit back relax your meals on its way delivery.com we bring the restaurants to you tired of jumping from job to job suedistracteddriver.com